Welcome back to The Art of Adaptation, a real fake podcast production sponsored by Michigan State University's Create Microgrant program. Today we are interviewing Tevi Hambrick, an actor and model based out of Michigan. Thank you for listening. I'm Nate. <laughs> this is Jason. I'm Jason. Yep. Uh, today we have with us the wonderful Tevi Hambrick. Uh, Tevi, could you tell us a little bit about what you do in your own words? Yeah, sure. So um, I'm currently a student at Michigan State University, um, and I'm studying interdisciplinary humanities um, with an emphasis in theater and film. Um, so I act um, primarily for film, and I also do some commercial stuff as well, commercial modeling and um, commercial acting. Awesome. Uh, we're so thankful to have you on today. And you want to get started and talk about, you said you were a student at Michigan State University studying interdisciplinary humanities. How has that transitioned to learning performing? I know you're doing screen acting primarily, but performing in general through a digital medium. How has that been? Um, it's been interesting. I would say I took a path that was less taken um, because a lot of people just go straight into um, a BA in um, you know, acting, um, but, I originally kind of wanted to be more like a casting director, um, talent director. So I wanted to have a really broad overview of like um, theater and film and stuff like that. Um, but as I just kept progressing through my major, I realized I really do want to pursue um, acting for film. And I think it's been a really good experience. Um, I've been able to work with a lot of different departments um, and, it's been interesting because sometimes they don't always like um, work together. So <laughs> you know how it is, but um, it's, I don't know. I feel like I've just met a lot of different types of people that I wouldn't have been able to meet um, if I had just pursued, you know, acting or just film. So I'm really grateful. And you are, you said you originally decided to go into casting. You ended up going more towards film. You do modeling, you do commercial work. You do a little bit of music as well, a little bit of voiceover. You do a little bit of everything. How has it been being uh, a multimedia performance person and having to be able to jump between different aspects of your career or being able to pursue different opportunities essentially through different careers? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a lot. It can be a lot. It can be really overwhelming. Um, let me think. Uh, I just kind of do what I what I kind of want to do so I guess I started modeling about um two years ago and um from there I kind of you know realized I I do like modeling but I want to do more acting too so um I kind of you know went into acting um and then from acting I was booking more of like commercial stuff. Um, so it's really just kind of all interconnected. Um, and yeah, but it's been a really good experience. And that pursuit of acting and the commercial work and modeling, uh, you were assigned with Production Plus and iGroup. How has that relationship been with agencies during a time when there's not necessarily a lot of work out there or having to do essentially self-tapes for everything? Mm, yeah. Um, I would say that when um, the pandemic hit, 
there was really not a lot of work that was um, available. But the past few months have been actually really quite busy. I've been booking a decent amount. And um, I think that projects have definitely started to pick up and um, that's been great. Um, I also think that for me, um, the pandemic was a really great time to kind of self-reflect because um, I said that like, I started modeling around like two years ago. So I, um, it's a bit complicated, but you kind of create this like portfolio um, of your modeling work and usually you have to build it up. And it's, it's a lot of money, it's a big investment. Um, so I did that so I could get into agencies and I got into agencies, I got into iGroup and Productions Plus, um, but I wasn't really booking. And um, I, I was getting a few, like a good amount of auditions, but I wasn't really booking. So um, when the pandemic hit, I really kind of self-reflected and asked myself why. So um, I, I did a few things. I like changed my appearance actually, like a little bit. I grew up my hair and I, um, I kind of made myself look a bit more commercial. Cause if you look more at my older um, pictures I had really short hair with like bangs and it was like super trendy, but um, it wasn't quite like what the Michigan market wanted if that makes sense. <laughs> and then as for self tapes, I did a lot of research about what makes a good self tape and you know there's classes and everything too um but i invested in um you know um some good box lights and um you know a nice uh, i don't know it's called like background mine's gray but i know a lot of people have green and blue and those are great colors as well um and um yeah i started just booking more really i i guess those changes really helped and if I feel like if someone's struggling, you should also just really self-reflect and, you know, you can even ask your agents or managers too what you can be doing to, um, you know, be more successful. And um, I also feel like with the pandemic, I've been able to uh, like be more in contact with my agents. I don't know, they gave me some time to talk to them like individually and reach out to them more. So I've built um, a pretty good connection with them as well too, so yeah. And you were talking about reflection a lot. Mm -hmm. um, you have this quote that I found really interesting. It goes, as an introverted performer and someone who has struggled with self-confidence most of their life, I've always struggled to openly acknowledge the creative side of myself to the people around me in the fear that my work through acting, modeling, performing were not credible or important enough to post or mention about. And like you said, you've been doing self-tapes, you've been trying to put yourself out there more. Mm -hmm. So can you talk about that transition from being somebody a little bit more self-conscious or a little bit unsure of your work and going to this digital model where you have to essentially do only that and exclusively that and starting to book work and get more confident perhaps in uh, what you've been able to do successfully? Yeah, I would say, I think a lot of people and performers probably really struggle with self-confidence. Um, especially when you're more introverted. Um, I've had a harder time, I feel like, just feeling like I was an actor. For me, it, it was more of a discovery within myself because growing up, I was um, always surrounded by people who I thought were actors who were super outgoing and like, you know, they were great. I loved them. Like, I wish I could be like them. Um, but I just, I never felt like I really like fit in. And 
I didn't think I like my personality was like because I'm pretty quiet and you know I process things a lot in my mind um I I didn't think that I could uh you know be enough for like theater acting so that's for me um acting for film it's always picking like less is more kind of um for acting for film so I felt really comfortable within that medium um and for self-confidence it's it's really like a journey um uh, a thing that I've been hearing a lot especially like um you know studying acting more intensely is that it's it's not about the results it's about um the journey and the discovery so um for an actor you should really enjoy the um the process of you know becoming you know famous eventually or something like that but you know you, you never know if those results are gonna you know happen or anything but I think that's really important advice that I've gotten and for me I think a lot of that journey will be self-confidence and um you know just being like <laughs> I don't know it's kind of hard to explain like trying to be trying to put yourself out there I think for more introverted people um constantly posting about yourself and what you're doing it's it can be pretty difficult um or you just you're just not you just don't like it that much I guess but I I have pushed myself and I I've seen some results um so just just um do what you feel comfortable with but um push yourself and you know make discoveries maybe you do like posting certain stuff but um yeah don't ever like I don't know push yourself too hard too so so something that was um came up a lot in your information is that you're kind of active in social equity and social justice movements working with things like black lives matter uh you've been very present in the korean student association in michigan state and the filipino american student society mm. can you talk about the intersection of this past year as we've had this move towards more conversations and more acceptance of not just activism in the broad scheme of things, but also specifically within the artistic community. Have you seen any particular changes within this past year that you think are long-term changes for the industry? Yeah, um, so this is a pretty big topic. <laughs> I don't know if I could speak for everyone, but I would say that um, Asian representation in um, film and media has definitely increased. Um, I know there's also been a lot of, you know, Asian hate crimes because, you know, the pandemic and um, just mindsets like that. So that's really hard. That's been pretty hard for the Asian American community. Um, but I think it's also been very um, eye-opening for them too. Um, so it's been, it's been interesting. I think it's very individualized for each person. Um, but I know for me, um, yeah. So back to the Asian representation, um, I think I've definitely seen an increase in the number of roles um, available for Asian characters. And I, I think that's great. And I hope that it continues. I know some people were voicing concerns that it might just be a trend. Like since um, Crazy Rich Asians, they're saying like, it's just a trend to have like an all Asian cast. I'm hoping that's not um, real. <laughs> I'm, I hope it's a permanent thing and that I, I, you see, you know, lots of Asians in media and representation. And I also hope that you eventually, um, we see like a wide variety of Asians as well. 
um, because particularly I've noticed that when um, casting directors are looking for Asians, they're looking for a very specific type of Asian. They're looking for um, East Asian mostly. So like Korean, Japanese, um, Chinese. But you know, there's like so many other Asians out there. There's um, Southeast Asians, South Asians, Indians. Um, and Southeast Asians are like um, Vietnamese and um, Cambodian and um, Filipino and stuff like that. So I really hope that the media and casting directors will become more open-minded to all types of Asians, you know, all different colors as well. So I think that'll be interesting to see. Definitely, definitely more more inclusivity and and you know more opportunities. That's that's good. So you, uh, according to our research. <laughs> Uh, have dedicated a significant amount of time to learning the Korean language and mm -hmm. about Korean culture um, and studying abroad in Korea. Um, mm -hmm. How has that journey of learning another language and culture uh, impacted you as an artist? Um, I think it gives you a whole new perspective um, on just people and the world and um, worth like work uh, ethic and like. Um, I know like just for me, learning Korean was um, not easy. It was a lot of work and dedication and it's really similar to me for um, studying acting. It's it's a lifelong thing. Um, and but the connections you make are great. And um, I don't know, I, it's, it's a part of me now. And I, I love Korean, learning the language and, um, you know, learning, uh, more about the culture. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Fine, that's, that's fine. That's a great answer. Um, so, yeah, so currently um, the world is kind of opening back up, so to speak. Obviously not every community in the world is opening up at the same rate, but for, mm -hmm for you what do you think the next year looks like for the arts in general and for your specific um part of it hmm. <laughs> not, i don't know i hope big. yeah i hope like i'm gonna be like successful <laughs> i'm gonna graduate in the fall um a lot of things are opening up um so um, I'm in California right now studying at um, Berg Studio, and we have in-person classes. Um, so things are definitely um, picking up. And, you know, I just keep, I'm hoping to just keep booking more work and eventually I want to figure out where I want to move after graduation, which I think a lot of young actors um, are trying to decide where to go. Uh, but I think a lot of the bigger cities are have a lot of opportunities and um, hopefully, you know, things just keep going upwards. So I hope that I keep going upwards <laughs> as well. Yeah, I'm not sure. Thank you so much for um, agreeing to come in and, and be interviewed. This is, this is a lot of great insight. Um, there's yeah. probably a, a, a bunch of people listening to our podcast who are relating to you, I think, and, and might be in a similar part of their journey or 
they might be shooting for a trajectory similar to yours. What type of advice do you think you can you can give to these people? Um, well, I think it kind of goes back to the well, actually, there's two actually there's two um, great advice. <laughs> um, one that I, was, I already talked about, which was kind of like um, enjoy the process and not the results. Don't look at the results. Just enjoy becoming a better actor, becoming a better performer, you know, just um, really like live in the moment, I guess, because I know for myself, I I just I get really anxious about the future. So it's just like I just I have to be successful. I have to be successful. But like sometimes I forget to just live and um, really be in the moment. So I guess that's my first advice. And then another advice that I got um, recently was just to not judge your um, to not judge your opportunities. So um, as an actor, you know, it's a very competitive field. So um, you know, you're always competing against people, and you know, some people are going to book really big roles, and you're not going to maybe book something as, as well as them or something but to just not judge them and you know just to um take them up and you never know where it's going to go so I think that's my two big pieces of advice <laughs> that's some great advice um again thank you so much for coming to talk with us we really appreciate having you here mm -hmm. thanks for having me um before we go uh actually I want to give you the opportunity to um plug your social medias or where where people can find you your website your projects that you're working on right now or in the past maybe even something in particular yeah. that you like okay um this is great <laughs> so um my social media is just um i'm on facebook it's tevi hambrick and instagram um i think it's like look real quick. it's just tevi hambrick but i think my username is like uh, tev underscore tev 10 um and then my name will be under it tevi hambrick and i also have a website tevihambrick.com but <laughs> I, it's not that interesting <laughs> it's for it's for mostly business um but yeah whatever feel free if you ever have any questions or um if anyone you know feels like they just need to talk you just hit me up that concludes today's episode for more information on tevi visit the show notes down below. For more episodes of the Art of Adaptation podcast, go to theartofadaptation.com or search the Art of Adaptation podcast on your preferred podcast platform. Thank you.